You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. Chelsea Williams is a rock star. No, literally, she's a rock star. I think this is the first active singer-songwriter that we've had on the show, and it was a really fun conversation to have about the inner workings of a musical artist in L.A., so I can't wait for you all to hear this interview. Chelsea, I am so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. So first, tell us about yourself. Well, I am from Southern California, grew up in Southern California, was raised by a Midwestern mom from Ohio, and um, I grew up listening to her sing and write songs, and so from a very early age, I started singing and playing and writing too, and now here I am, many years later, still doing the same thing. I love it. And so you are a singer-songwriter, and you're based in LA now, correct? Yes, that's right. So share with us a little bit of your journey. You you got there early on. Talk to us about your journey, um, you know, once you were there and kind of to where you are now. Yeah. Um, so some of the first most welcoming gigs I found as a singer-songwriter were um, just playing on different streets of, of Los Angeles for tips, basically, with some cal busking. I would just, you know, haul out a bunch of well, not a bunch of sound equipment, but a good amount of sound equipment. I had a couple speakers that ran off of a car battery, sort of this makeshift uh, venue operation. And I would just put out a tip jar and play for hours at a time. And, and that's kind of where I found a really good home was doing that in Santa Monica on Third Street Promenade. So I played out there for a good 10 years. And then, you know, a couple years ago, this man walked by and gave me a business card and said he wanted me to make the record of my dreams. And I, I honestly did not believe him. So I didn't call him back until a couple weeks later when he came back and he was like, no, really, seriously, here's another card. You really should call me. And it turns out he owned a record label. And now I have released my second record with that label, Blue Alon, and, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I love that. Full circle, right? I mean, it just, yeah. <laughs> if, if what's meant to be will be. If that's um, the lesson here. Um, exactly. <laughs> so your new album is out. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about the album. Kind of what's the vibe. Um, kind of what's your favorite tracks on it. Just tell us all about it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a pretty eclectic album. I have a pretty eclectic musical taste. And so on this record, I really wanted to showcase that. So there's a little bit of my country influences from, I grew up listening to country music, everything from super old school stuff like Hank Williams to, you know, Trisha Yearwood and, and on from there. Um, so there's a little bit of that going on, but there's also, I do live in downtown Los Angeles. So there's sort of like this city, more processed vibe to it as well. So there's this sort of like gritty city sound along with this old country stuff that comes in periodically and then layered on top of that are just like some really honest lyrics about my life and struggles that I've been through and struggles that I continue to battle but hopefully I'm making progress 
Is there somewhere you find more inspiration than others to write? Um, like, do you have to be in a certain place? In a, is it a certain time of the day? Um, you know, it, it honestly, inspiration strikes at some of the oddest times. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's, it doesn't have to be in a certain place or a certain time of day. It's just, you know, I've, I've gotten song ideas while driving through traffic. I've gotten song ideas in, the, in a dream. You know, it, mm. it, it comes when it comes. And, and, you know, it's, it's oftentimes at a really odd moment where I'm like, oh, I wish I had a piece of paper and I could just write this down. Mm-hmm. Luckily now I have a phone to just jot down a note in. <laughs> and Or record a little voice memo. Exactly. I, I have hundreds of voice memos on my phone of oh, half-written gosh. songs. So. <laughs> so what feedback do you get from fans when they hear your music? Kind of like how would they describe or how do you describe the sound of your music? Um, feedback that I get a lot is that, um, it sort of calms people down, (laughs) which I take as a compliment because I'm a very anxious person. So if, if I can, it can create calmness for others that, that makes me feel wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's sort of, it's definitely calming. And I, I, I tried, I think music can be a really healing thing. And so I really try to make music that can help people get through tough times or help well you know it's therapeutic for me so selfishly I make it to get through my tough times but hopefully it can help others do the same yeah I love that because it's it's true I mean um you think you know sometimes it's just for you but other people are saying like oh my gosh I'm so glad you you created this because it's helped me so much right right and that's always so great to hear so what are misconceptions that people have about, you know, the singer-songwriter living in L.A. kind of dream that so many people have, and then you kind of cut it in half to, or maybe even fewer, that actually pursue that and make it happen? And then even further down to that, like somebody that's actually, you know, they made it happen in the sense of moving there, but then even fewer that make it happen as far as living that dream to fruition. So what do you feel like kind of people assume about you that maybe isn't true? I don't know what people might think about me that I, I'm not sure. But, but what I can say is I do feel like there is this sort of concept of people in the arts, singer-songwriters included, where it's sort of like this concept of either I'm going to make it and I'm going to make it to the top and I'm going to be the the most famous singer-songwriter and the most well-known singer-songwriter or I'm not doing it at all. And when in actual fact there are all these middle levels of you can be a working musician, you can be a working artist and you don't have to be you don't have to be Adele or you don't have to be, you know, you can do what you do. You don't have to fit into somebody else's perception of what you need to be. You can do exactly what you do and it, it, it's possible to make a living at it at a very you know, at various levels. Mm. And so, you know, I hate, I hate to see people set goals for themselves. Like, oh, well, if I don't make it in three months, then I'm just give, I'm throwing in the towel, you know, but it's not really like that. It's a longer process. And I think, I think it's important to know that you don't have to be Adele to, to be successful. (laughs) That's a really good point. I think that is, that's a really good one to mention because yeah, it's kind of all or nothing is what a lot of people look at it as um, from the outside, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's definitely middle ground there. 
Yeah. So what has been the best part of this journey for you so far? Well, I was lucky enough to meet my husband doing music. Um, We were both playing in this country cover band. It's an outlaw country cover band. We were on the road um, in a bus with with five guys. (laughs) I was the only lady there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so I I met my husband on that tour and we've been making records together ever since. So that's been a certainly a huge highlight for me to, you know, not only have gotten to meet the person that my best friend, um, but to get to work together on something that we're both so passionate about. That's been a real, a a real bright side. Yeah. Okay. So flip that. What's been the most challenging or hardest part of this journey? Mm. Wow. Um, I'd have to say it's, it's surprisingly hard to keep your artistic vision intact, even with a label like Blue Line, who are so complimentary and, and so supportive of artistic vision. You know, there are so many little choices along the way where there's an option to diverge from the path that you had originally envisioned. And sometimes that's healthy. Sometimes that's good. But I think it's important to maintain artistic vision and I think to keep your vision consistent. And that's, that's been difficult, but I've been learning how to do it and learning how to do it tactfully is very hard too. you know, learning how to do it without alienating people. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So spending things a little bit to you more personally. um, So this show is called Selfish and it's all about self-care and kind of changing the stigma of that word selfish to being a negative to actually making it a positive and uh, making it something that kind of enriches our lives. So what are your favorite ways to be selfish? Oh, man. Um I like taking alone time for myself, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's imp- community is important, but I, I love just like spending an afternoon completely alone. I'll, you know, drive my car into the mountains and just sit there with my guitar and write or, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think it's incredibly important to in this fast paced society where there's so much demanded of us to just take a little bit of quiet time for yourself. And that's, that's my sort of selfish thing that I do pretty frequently. (laughs) I like that, especially as an artist, I could see where that would really be valuable. Yeah. So is there anything you wish you could be doing more? I I mean, I'd love to tour more. So hopefully that'll, that'll kick in. But yeah, I would, I just, I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to, I want to travel to every continent and see everything. I haven't done enough international travel, so that's that's definitely next on the bucket list. So what is next for Chelsea? Well, I'm so excited that this record is out, and I'm, I'm just looking forward to taking it on the road and, and showing it to people and getting it out to as many people as possible. And I've been doing a new online live concert series every Tuesday, and I've been so excited about connecting people, connecting with people in this, this new way. I was a slow learner when it came to social media and internet um, communication and all of that. So I'm just now jumping on the bandwagon for the going live thing. And it's been so much fun Mm. connecting with people from like Denmark or Japan or people I would never get to see face to face, but I get to perform for them anyway. And they get to hear my music and we get to have a conversation. It's, it's really fantastic. 
I love that. And I love that you came on the show. I think you're my first musical artist on the oh, show. Man, so this awesome. was what? great. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan of the show and I love what you're doing. And we're going to keep our eye on you and um, see what other big things are heading your way. So thank you so much, Chelsea. Awesome. Thank you. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.